Are you ready to listen to a podcast? podcast. Here comes the Playhouse Podcast. Thanks to Bradshaw and Brian Law Offices. Find, subscribe, and listen. What's trending? What's trending? All right, trending today is uh, this 24-year-old guy named Malachi Love Robinson. I think we remember this story come out um, a, a while ago, and he had pretended to be a medical doctor for so long. A gynecologist, guys. Convince people. Now he is getting hit. In 2017, Love Robinson was arrested after posing as an OBGYN in St. Mary's Medical Center. He went on to open up his own medical clinic, which landed him in prison for more than three years. At 18 <laughs> years old, he posed as a gynecologist and had patients galore, so many, that yeah. he opened his own. Now, for me, what sells this is the hyphenated name. It makes me believe he's Dr. a gynecologist. It makes, makes me believe he's a real doctor. He felt, though, in his body, like, this is my calling. But instead of going the right route, he did a roundabout. And the thing is, started his own practice. What is the what is the movie that was just, uh, Amanda Seyfried just played it. And the girl just got a ton of time. Um, do you remember it? She it was on Netflix. being, uh, like, a doctor? Well, she was... Oh my God, people are gonna. There's a whole movie about this. Leonardo DiCaprio, Catch Me If You Can. He faked being a pilot. Yeah, I know. And a doctor. And that was based on a true story. The dude even passed the bar yeah. without going to law school. The dropout. That's the oh, one. Okay. Where she, she duped all these grown men, these white, rich men, to give her like over a trillion dollars her company made. And it was fake. Oh. Didn't even yeah, have a real yeah. product ever. So yeah. it was crazy. But. If you could walk into any um, occupation right now and probably fake it and convince people that you are supposed to be there, what would it be? Lawyer. You'd just debate all day? I don't don't look like one, but if I had a suit and a tie on, I could convince you I practice law. I've never seen you in a suit and tie. I don't own a suit. Ever. Ever. I've got a funeral and baptism tie. Well, I guess you did wedding expos. You put on a... I'm telling you, I I could walk into a law office and I could actually BS my way through... To get into court. Really? Yeah, I know I could. Wow. Um, How are you? What could you I, fake? I watch the zoo every Sunday. <laughs> it's on Animal Planet. You could fake being a chimpanzee? I could fake being a trainer for large cats or... No, do seals. Yes, no. Do something that can't kill you. You start when they're babies. They, no. You earn their trust. They come to you for the milk. You have the milk. You rule the world. Okay, that's what I've learned. And then also like for <laughs> large, large apes. Um, primates that He'll would rip be, your face off i would walk in i know most of the lingo you know i say it back after they say it on my tv i say it back so it sounds fluent and so i could probably do that but what occupation could you just walk walk through the doors right now and people would not ask a question they would not question why you were there go ahead and text us what that would be if, if we, he ever said you've seen one you've seen them all i would be so angry with what he was a gynecologist. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know how angry that makes me because that's not true. Doesn't that take the fun out of it? Yes, it I should think, always I think, be a surprise. Listen, if you're a dude gynecologist, that's just taking the fun out of it, man. We're sexualizing that position, I don't want to listen way. to the I'm not going to sexualize a, a male OBGYN. I'm he's just saying, doing what he's I don't listen do. to the radio every day I'm on uh, and not uh, at the radio station. It's the same thing. What? There's no way. What are you listen, talking about? you're here how many hours a day? You're here six, seven hours a day, right? I'm here eight hours a day. <laughs> Shut up. Well, I'm not. (laughs) Uh, And there's nothing sexy about the radio when you're not on the radio. What I'm trying to say is that 
It's the same as being a mechanic. If you go to work as a mechanic, the last thing you want to do is fix your car when you go home. These analogies are 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 not right. I'm just telling you, I think it would be hard <laughs> to be married to a gynecologist. I'm just saying you've seen one budge. You've not seen them all. They're all different. All Maybe. of them are different. They all have some same properties, I'm sure. What could possibly be the worst? We know that cat will complain. And you guys don't hear a lot of it. It usually happens during a song or a commercial break where she'll just go, oh, you know what is the worst? And then she'll tell me about something that is completely like remedial in her life. But it now is the worst. So what's new? All right. Well, I went to get a mani-pedi on Tuesday, and I'm too cheap to get gel on my toes. On my fingers, fine. But for some reason, I don't feel like my toes deserve. How much more would it be? Like an extra $9. And I really don't feel like I need that. But I waddle to my car with the toe separators on. (laughs) I step up to get into my car. I catch my entire left foot on the door frame, smear all five. And for that, I say it's the worst True, girls, true. People know what I'm talking about. That's the first time that's ever happened. And then you got to go back inside. <gasps> and they you, look at you like, we told you to You go back for in for minutes. a refresher? Yes, I do. And do they pay for it? They, like they did it free? They do it for free. They you, think you're the worst. Hey, Happy New Year. How long do you say that? I give it a week. You get a week. Okay. I think that's it. Like after the 7th, it's got to be done. I, I, I think you get a calendar week, and then that's it. Unless you see somebody. We stopped at uh, Perkins in Alexandria. We were in between games on Sunday, and it was so funny because uh, when you hit a certain age, it must be retirement. You uh, you go out on a Sunday late morning uh, with your wife and maybe another couple, but there was this one guy as we're kind of waiting there, and every person that came through the door, he knew. Like, he had probably been born, raised, spent every single day in Alexandria, maybe owned a business, something like that. That was the impression I was getting. But every person came through there, hey, happy new year. And I he's love that. got the handout. How have you been? But here was the weird part. I told my wife, Trisha, I said, how old do you get when the first thing in a conversation is about somebody who just passed? Oh, yeah. He's like, hey, happy new year. How are you? And the guy goes, great. How are you? And he goes, did you hear about Larry? It was around 40-year yeah. high school reunion. He goes, yeah, Larry passed away yesterday. I just got the call this morning. And that, oh. was the, that was the way he greeted, you know, like three of these people that he knew. And I was like, I, I felt like he maybe was, you know, happy that he was privileged with the first death notice. Maybe. And I was just, I can't imagine getting to a point where the first thing when I haven't seen somebody in a long time is going to be, hey, did you hear so-and-so died? You tell me stories like that all the time. I don't know. are dying off yeah, at no, yeah, an but incredible I don't, rate. Yeah, but it's not, it's never the first thing in the conversation. My classmates are not dying off. You're just making this stuff up. All right. We're talking what obnoxious, overused words or phrases that um, you should probably leave in 2022. They always come out with these lists. They say these should be banned in 2023. The word gaslighting, which I think if you're a pro at it, I think you could be a psychopath. Gaslighting (laughs) is really, that's terrible to do to somebody. Um Amazing. I use amazing Please. all the time. Amazing is a great word. It is. It is used to describe something Overused positive. Overused a little bit, but. It's amazing. It's amazing. Absolutely. I use absolutely I just a can't lot spell too. it. You can't? I struggle Try. with that word. A-B-S-O-L-U-T-E-L-Y. Okay, you got it. Oh, I did. Yeah, oh. it's like me with vacuum. I don't even know. Won't even attempt to try vacuum. Uh, does that make sense is a phrase that <sighs> they don't want. Does that make sense? It's very condescending. It's like how you mansplain all the time See, and but, think that, you know what you do? Please you tell know me. What you Why don't do? you please oh tell me? Oh my God. Today. You're always like, mm, 
Maybe I'm not explaining this Because right. I am, because that's it. That's no, it. but you're doing it in a condescending way. How else am I supposed to say? Why say are you too like, stupid not to understand this? Because Why don't you just say that? Because when you say that, can, we know exactly what you say. If I, if I reply to an email where somebody is too stupid to understand it, and they ask a stupid question, if I go, hey, idiot, can't you figure this out but as a grown-ass human? you don't explain it right, uh, and then it is on you, and then you're like, mm, no, maybe it's not. I'm not explaining what, it right. What do we do here that's so high level that a regular human being can't understand? I don't know. Nothing. I don't know. This is about as low. We are barely smarter than primates to do this job. This is the, so what happens is there are other people from other branches of this company yeah. that think what they do is so freaking cerebral that when you send them an email or a description, they reply with, well, this is really what I'd really expect mm-hmm. you to do. Shut up. Just do it. Don't send me back an email. And then I have to go, maybe I'm not explaining this very well, mm-hmm. which really means, hey, <laughs> say a stupid. Name. Say a name. Hey, stupid. <laughs> Just do it. That's uh-huh. what it means. But you can't say, hey, stupid, because you're not going to have a job tomorrow. So that I put, maybe I'm not explaining this very well. If you can't read between the lines there and understand that I think you're dumb for not understanding the email, you got to get the hell out. It's rude. The next one is, it is what it is. And actually, <laughs> Melissa texted that one in. She says, if somebody says that to my face, I write them off in my mind. It is what it is. Hey, Abby, what do we got to get rid of here? My five-year-old is always calling me bro. Perfect. Yes. <laughs> Same. Okay, so there are those shirts out there that said, I went from mama to mommy to mom to bro. bro. And do you know my, my nephew at his school, it's a private school, you can't say bro or bro. They've outlawed the word? They have outlawed the word. And my mom, as a teacher, she goes, what are we doing here? Clark, it really is lazy. It's lazy English. I'm like, it is the way that they talk right now. people talk. Stop it. Yeah. As we usher in 2023, they're encouraging us to get rid of some words. Some being absolutely amazing, gaslighting. You know what I don't like? I don't like the phrase quiet quitting because I just know the kind of person you are. If you're quiet quitting right now, you're like lazy I guarantee you show up late for meetings with a Starbucks in your hand. I guarantee you just like do the bare minimum and leave work for other people, it's which just is such a character right work there. Ethic. Yeah, it's a it's a ding on your character. If yeah. you just don't give a good effort. And I don't care if you're planning on giving more effort at the job that you want in the future. Like, how are you possibly going to get there with good references? You need to do it always, always. You ever seen Office Space? Yes. The movie Office Space. Oh. That's quite quitting where he goes, hey, if my company ships a few extra units, what do I get? There's yeah. no profit sharing. There's nothing else. I'm just going to do enough to not get fired. Yeah. So that's where quiet quitting started. And and, I, and then listen, that's a lack of management. Mm-hmm. If that's the case, if you're into a quiet quitting role and you're able to do it, then your management sucks, man. If they're not encouraging you to do better and there's no one. And then, by the way, there's no incentive for you to do better. Yeah. Then, then it sucks, too. So we're just kind of going through all of these phrases if you had to pick one cat, which is the one you would destroy forever and it would vanish from our minds and we'd never be able to say it again? Yeah, it would be the quiet quitting. It would just be because when certain words are said, I instantly know what my feeling will be. Abby had called a couple that. seconds ago. She said her five-year-old always calls her bra. Bra. Yeah. <laughs> what about it is what it is? That's not bad. Brian got a, a, an issue here. My daughter overuses the word lit. Yeah. Oh, that that's is, lit. Uh, that one what gets What about bussin' bussin'? I don't know about bus. I, I like that one. I think that was only a small. Thanks, Brian. By the way, I think that was only a small little uh, moment in my youngest son's life. Was the yeah. bus and bus and thing. W- what gets me is I'll go to a football practice and uh, the lingo used in high school mm-hmm. is so different than uh, my old man language. Yeah, and I I sit there and and I'll, I'll be in the huddle with these guys and they'll be talking, 
and I won't understand anything except for the name of the play that we're calling. <laughs> the, uh, the dialogue yeah. is beyond me until I understand what the play is, and then that's just kind of where it's at. Diane and 6536 said the same thing. You know what I mean. It's like, well, if you had to explain it, they probably if don't I'm know confused, what you mean. I'm confused. I don't know what you mean. Yeah. What would you eliminate? You can call or text. All right, shopping and saving money expert Lisa Lee Freeman is talking about tips for people returning those unwanted gifts don't right now. Don't feel bad if you have to return something. You don't have to have a receipt all the time. But the problem is if you don't have a receipt, you may only get store credit or you may get the lowest price that that item sold for in the last month. A lot of stores use a service that keeps tabs on all of those returns. And if you do too much returning, you could get banned from returning things from that store. Gift cards are not returnable, but you can actually go and sell them on a lot of different websites these days. Amazon, you have to get the gifts back by January 31st. Remember the year my wife got banned from returning stuff at Target? Yes. She just like kept buying things she didn't know she would need. She just was like, well, I'll just buy this, and then I'll just buy this, and then I'll just bring it back. Yeah, and she got (laughs) shocked. (laughs) So... I, when I heard that, I'm like, who brings back a gift card? Like, it has to be somewhere where you could absolutely not use it. Liam was looking through his wallet, and he found a Barnes & Noble gift card. And he looked at me, and he's like, what's this place? I said, it's a bookstore. He goes, who gave this to me? <laughs> <laughs> like they were automatically on his you-know-what list. And we found a Barnes & Noble at the Mall of America, and so we went there. Buy some toffee? No, he bought two books and he has been like crazy reading them. I'm like, good, nice sports books. Uh, Doorbell Cam in England uh, found this snobby little boy. This is how he was going to greet his dad. He thought that this was his dad. It was a delivery driver. I got Jake. Oh, sorry. Oh, it's a delivery driver. Oh, that's your castle, Gunner. If you're going to be rude to the delivery driver. Oh, hi, butt cheeks. Hi, butt cheeks. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. <laughs> what a lucky dad to come home to that charming little boy every night. So I know everybody's going to talk about resolutions real quick this year. Mm-hmm. Um, but the one that, I mean, do you have like a headliner? Um, Yeah, I think it's always the weight thing. I think I am going to not take on anything else. So the weight thing, by the way, is number five on the big list of people's New Year's resolutions. It's number five? Yeah. I feel like it would be number one or two. Uh, four is eat better, which I kind of probably has to do with wanting to lose weight. Three, work out more, which same probably has to do with uh, wanting to lose weight. Number two, be healthier in general. I think that's the way people are right now. Like uh, there's, a, there's a different look at people's bodies, and you just want to be healthier, right? You just want to live longer. You want to be able to see more and do more and stuff like that and be a little bit more active. But the number one thing, and I think you've already got this um, over the years of doing the show with you and hearing how you handle this, uh, I think you've already got this licked, but save money. Yeah, I do. I have a really, really good process that I work with on the 1st and the 15th of every month, and I just try to keep us in line. You know, there's no worse feeling than to have, like, no financial security. And even if you're living paycheck to paycheck, there are so many things that you can do, so many things you can cut back on. And then still feel People like living in excess, secure. though. You know what I mean? Like, that's our culture. We I like know. living with that. We, we like one swiping to get whatever we want right now real quick. Yeah, it's dangerous. Uh, harder to do last year as far as saving money because of inflation and stuff. But people are hoping that that will be a little bit easier this year. Your resolution you want to share? You can always call or text. We got a pick from Lacey, a text while we were gone last Wednesday. And I texted you. I said, we got to talk about this because you have felt a certain way about this. Derek has... I don't see a problem with it. So she wrote us a text that says, my husband got me this for Christmas. So it was a a picture of a Botox certificate for 30 units. 
And I'm like, that's that a lot? really expensive. Yeah, that'd be over 300 bucks. I don't have feelings about it so much as like, it, it, here's my theory. I just tell my wife, I'm like, you're beautiful. I don't think you need it. She goes, I want to do it. I go, go ahead. It's, a, it's the same as, as a guy saying, I want to grow a beard. It's the same as a, I mean, except you don't you know pay for it. But it's the same as like, I don't know. I mean, you get to a certain point and you're going to do whatever you want to do to increase your happiness with your appearance. And I'm like, you want to go get shot full of that stuff? That's It's not for me. Yeah. And that's fine. And, and I know you dig it. And my wife has had, uh, you know, a couple of rounds and she likes it. It makes her feel better about herself. So I don't have a problem about it. She followed it up with my friends say it's a subliminal message that he's not happy with the way I look. Here's but the he deal. wrote me a beautiful card, said that he gave me a gift. Uh, where it will allow me to feel like I have the best version of myself in the mirror. I'm not sure how to feel my friends. Uh, are they right? Is my husband trying to tell me something? Should I be insulted or not? If you didn't ask for it or bring up that you want to start doing Botox and yeah. you were just given Botox, it is a direct message from that man that he wants you to increase your attractiveness. Sure. I believe. I feel the same way if you have not brought it up. But then there was that one Valentine's gift that I, I'm sorry, I have not gotten over yet because they were two totally different conversations. One being, I would like to start losing weight. I wonder if there's a supplement out there to help me. And then another conversation, I think a couple of days later, I really want the new Lady A CD. So then my husband, Derek, decides to gift me on Valentine's morning Slim Quick Pills and a lady ACD. So I think he was thinking two for one. Let's let's hit her with a one-two punch. You know, I one agree. that that was a poor choice. It was a, a sweet and sour moment, you know. So when it comes to gifts, it's just it's best to put thought into it. As a woman, if you would be gifted a whole bunch of Botox without ever mentioning you wanted to start doing Botox, would that be offensive, yes or no? Let's go that route. Let's say she never mentioned it. I I would probably think, what's wrong with my face, to be honest? I would think the same way. If my wife gave me a whole bunch of like... Enhancement pills? Yeah, right? <laughs> like If all of us, right? Ooh. And you don't ever mention that you think you got an yeah. issue... That's exactly the same way it would if she if, if if all of a sudden there was a blue pill on my nightstand. Yeah, I would look at it the same exact way. Yes, I think so. I think you could. By the way, for the record, plenty of lead in the pencil. I want to get okay. out ahead of this Whoa. before any rumors get started. All right, now if you're a lady and you were gifted a whole bunch of Botox, thirty units is a lot. Thirty units is about what I get. So a lot then. It is. Not, I don't need a lot, but. It's a lot of money. I can't tell because like, your, your expression isn't changing. I can't tell because your face isn't I moving. really only use my eyes to express things. So, so. It, would this be offensive to you? We weren't here last week, and we got this text, and we saw the picture, and we said we got to give some time to this. Yeah, this is for Lacey, and she texted that she's listening right now, but her husband got her a certificate. She texted a picture of a, a Botox certificate for 30 units, and then she said when she told her friends about it, they're like, well, this is a subliminal message that he's not happy with the way that you look. But I guess he wrote her a beautiful card and said that he wants me to feel like I am walking around with the best version of myself. And she says, I'm not sure how to feel. My friends or my husband, are they right? Uh, which one's right? Should I be insulted or not? Personally, I said, I look forward to that stuff because I love I'm very vain. So I look yeah, for you, that. it's different. But at least if you're a, a, a regular chick listening and you've never mentioned that you want to do Botox or anything like that and you're yeah. given this. I would think that would be offensive. Yeah, Marsha, what? Marsha, yeah. Marcia. I haven't mentioned wanting that, 
nor would I be happy getting that. I once got a snow shovel for Christmas, and I hadn't asked for one. I would have been mad. He even wrote Merry Christmas on it. Marsha. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Is that the 2023 equivalent of giving somebody a blender for their birthday? If they're they're the little lady of the house. (laughs) Hey, Peyton, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. First off, would have you been offended if somebody would have given you a whole bunch of Botox for Christmas and you never would have asked for it? Um, I would, yeah, definitely. Yeah. All right. You've kind of been I mean, through I, the situation, right? Yeah, I feel like uh, feeling the same way, but mine was with makeup. I got like a massive amount of makeup for Christmas, <laughs> and uh, I'm kind of more of a tomboy, and like I used to be more dressed up. I'll still do like the eyeliner mascara, but it was like 14 lipsticks, like a huge set, like almost like I'm going into being a clown. I was like, this is a lot oh. of makeup, so I'm kind of feeling the same way. Who <laughs> did you get this from? I think her significant other. My mom. Oh. Your mom. Also, your mom is like, we need to lady you up a little bit more, Peyton. I need you to start wearing yeah. all this stuff. And and do you give her the thanks and then just kind of not use it? Yeah, and just kind of put it in, on the shelf. You but know, I just turned 25, and so I think she's like, ooh, grandbabies, come yep. on. Spice it up. Oh, spice it up. <laughs> Get out there. Put your face on, girl. Put your best foot forward. You know, in her defense, like, I know what kind of, like, makeup kit you're talking about. And makeup is such a... Yes. It's such a personal thing because you want to make sure that you get what matches your skin. Maybe she just wanted to give you everything and see if you could find something. Yeah, was it good stuff it. or was it yeah, like, like five of everything? So it wasn't like the high end <laughs> stuff. It wasn't. Uh, what's the high end counter stuff at Macy's? What is that? The uh, Sephora? Oh, no, it's probably like CVS packs, you know. It's like wet and wild. I don't know if I meant well, but <laughs> oh, they'll man. probably give me acne. I don't know. All right. <laughs> I'm JJ Katz here as well. I see your cousin is having a blast in Hawaii. She is, and I felt bad about the article that I sent her. You know, that woman that was on vacation with her husband, and then she went snorkeling. She was eaten by that shark. It, was, it happened four weeks ago. And How that is never, because I never hear about these stories until you bring them up. You need to read more. You need to watch the news more because these stories will keep you safe. I told her before she left, I'm like, you're going to love it. But the amount of great white attacks has been on the rise for the past decade. It's almost it's it's crazy to think how many sharks are waiting for you to get in the water. I have is being eaten by a shark. No, it, it, it. could happen, and um, I was I was this close, and it was awful. So I went on this trip to kind of find myself, you know, before I started working here, and went to Mexico just to kind of like clear my mind with a friend. And she had partied all night, and she knew I wanted to surf. I was like really big into surfing back then. And can you imagine you surfing now? No, I wouldn't like it because I'd be really nervous. And so I asked her, "Hey, you want to go?" She's like, "No, I can't." So I found a couple of locals to bring me to this beach that everybody was talking about. And they did. And we load up and we start surfing for the day. And it was later in the afternoon and I wanted to get in one more surf. Okay. And so I'm going, got a good swell. And all of a sudden I get knocked off my board and there was just something about it. It wasn't a rock. You know, I knew something was wrong. And so I go down and I hit the bottom of the ocean floor and there were sharp rocks and it just kind of grabbed my leg like right up here. That's where I have my big scar. And so I'm like, Oh my God, I got to get out of the water. There is a freaking shark that is waiting for me and I will be it's lunch. And so I find a, a rock. Hold on one second okay. real quick. Real quick. Hey, good morning. How are you? Good. 
how are you? Good. What can we do for you? I, I know you're interrupting oh. Kat's shark story. What's up? Is she talking about the movie Shallow? Yay! Yes. Radio Paparazzi. In a preview of an interview that's set to air, Prince Harry, he's speaking further about how he wants to like heal the rift between his dad, the royal family, his brother. I don't know. Never needed to be this way. The leaking and the planting. I want a family, not an institution. They feel as though it's better to keep us somehow as the villains. They've shown absolutely no willingness to reconcile. I would like to get my father back. I would like to have my brother back. I can't imagine how that feels, man. Yeah, I can't either. Plus, the book is due out January 10th. So we're going to hear what he has to say. And then she's writing a book and we'll see. Kim Kardashian, she was on a podcast. And, you know, like as a mom, I can't imagine having to co-parent with a a POS. You know, somebody (laughs) that just is not thinking about the kids uh, first, you know, that should be first. How are they doing? Are we messing with their heads? Because the man that she's co-parenting with is. But, you know, it's not going to stop her from maybe marrying again. I don't know. You're such a romantic. I am. I am. I feel like, honestly, my last marriage was like my first, like, real. And now I feel like I will definitely take my time. And I would be okay for, like, a forever partnership as well. Yeah. I think I would definitely want. I would want a marriage. Right, but girl. I'm so happy to take Take my time. There you go. He's missing, by the way. Nobody can find Kanye West. <laughs> They're like not worried about him because they know he's hiding. I think this guy's old property is uh, basically every corner of the world. He's just chilling. I don't you think his publicist finally got to him and said, dude, you got to shut down for a while. Let's low. get right and let's just stay out of the headlines. Uh, actor Jeremy Renner in the headlines. This one is because he is uh, still currently in critical condition. So he has a home in Lake Tahoe and they had a, a tremendous amount of snow just like it looked like maybe eight feet outside of his home Jeez. and he was uh he's the owner of like several snow plows because he has to clear his driveway and stuff like that um but something terrible happened and uh he is now in critical condition his snow cat plow ran over his leg while he was clearing a road near his lake tahoe home just last week he posted videos of himself driving his snow plow said so, blunt, it was a blunt force trauma to the chest, to the chest so something yeah. must have happened where i'm guessing ran over thing- the whole body tipped he fell out yeah hit his chest ran over his leg i mean he's lucky to be alive right now underwent surgery and still remains in intensive care so uh, obviously the next week is touch and go Grab that jennifer hudson audio there is uh, a clip of her talking about her strange crush when she was growing up ask me who my celebrity crush is and it's king kong king kong okay (laughs) (laughs) all right love him to this day and I took the debate all the kids my son and all his um, cousins to go see the King Kong the last one Godzilla versus Kong uh-huh. when okay. I tell you I beat them children holler anytime King Kong hopped up on that screen <laughs> my heart is beating you like a bad boy that's my what heart is beating yeah. right wow. now that's crazy yeah I would say a bad boy would be like Vin Diesel okay not King Kong but that is a very unusual Crush. A shrink would have a field day. I think so. If you walked in and said, "Listen, we got to talk about my King Kong crush here." Big hairy. Was he? What? I I didn't follow the ape. plot. Well, I understand that, but is he a bad guy or like? Because yeah. didn't he have a relationship with that woman? Well, he, he liked the girl, right? I, oh, yeah. I'm trying to think of what the name is now. What is her name? Uh, somebody will know. But but so the thing is, is he steals the girl because he's got a crush on her? Yeah. And takes her up to the top of the uh, the building. Darrow. That was maybe the actress. The fictional character that oh, he fought with. 
and Darrow. Uh, okay. Uh, that doesn't seem right, but well, I guess it's I wouldn't know. right here on the internet. No, I, b- I believe you. It just doesn't seem right in my brain. Uh, and then he, so he steals the girl, and then all the, the planes gun him down, and they, they shoot him, and they kill him. Yeah, but does she the, love him back? Like, is this but I think um, what mutual happens, feeling? I think she's scared, and then she realizes that he cares for her. Okay. Like like most women, like you think That's he's really you think he's really ugly, but when you realize he cares, <laughs> then you're willing to take take a dive. Yeah. King Kong, though, you ever feel any uh, no any below the border feelings for a King Kong cat? Can't say that I have, but I have three that I would say kind of do it for like me. Odd celebrity crushes. Odd celebrity crushes, and one isn't a celebrity. One is a cartoon. One See? really disturbs Derek. Derek's like, please don't say that out loud ever again. So you're going to say it out loud on the I'll radio? I'll say it out loud. Okay. I want to hear that. Yes. Uh, but what is, let's, before we get cats, and I've got one that I think, I think most dudes are going to agree with, but you've probably never looked at her this way. And it's more than just Lily from AT&T. Okay. That chick does it. The way you talk about her breasts. She's stacked. <laughs> I mean, she, is Lily disturbing. from AT&T is stacked. They got, what's, so... I know it goes from D to E, but do you think she's beyond a D cup? I'm not talking about this. About Jennifer Hudson. All right. So she admitted, you want to play this back, who her unusual crush is. Ask me who my celebrity crush is. It is King Kong. King Kong. King Kong. So. Okay. So I'm wondering who you would be embarrassed to admit. And Derek does not want me to say it again because it makes him feel bad because he's like, you're attracted to me yet. You're attracted to this person. Who? Larry David. From Curb Your Enthusiasm, he also wrote Seinfeld. Uh, yeah, I yeah, mean, I know he just is, there's something about it, you know him, what? and he does this, like, smirk, and it, like, It's the DGAF factor. Maybe. That guy does not care. He knows he looks like Curl, or uh, Mo Howard, or uh, or Larry, uh, it's Larry from the Three Stooges. Okay. He looks like that, you know, and he just, does, he just doesn't care. He clearly puts zero effort into his personal appearance. It is kind of sexy, and then also John C. Riley is on my list. Funny I saw guys. your face. He, funny guys. No, no, John C. Riley guys. is, I think John's, especially now that he's older, you ever see any interviews with him now? No. Like he's just, he's a, he's got a little bit of a hippie vibe to him. Okay. I think he's smoking a ton of herb. Okay. And just kind of like he picked up an instrument. Oh, yeah. And he's writing poetry. Like he got that vibe. I don't know if that's right the part that, that gets me. It's just like. And he is just, he does a little bit for me and then Gaston from uh, <laughs> from Beauty and the Beast. He's just so massive. You know, reminds me of that firefighter in Fargo that yeah. I've told you about before. It's just like a tree. For me, I think the one that would, would stand out that's an odd crush and that most guys probably wouldn't think about first. Yeah. Morticia Adams. Okay. Like, I remember you know, watching. some say I look like her when I straighten my hair. I, I remember watching the old black and white Adams yeah. family, right? Like they had cousin it, who was just this big hairball and they had uh Pugsley was the kid and Wednesday. Right. Are you into Wednesday by the way? No, it is I so good. I tried. I oh. can't, it doesn't jive with me, man. But Catherine Zeta Jones is yeah. Morticia. Ain't she nothing doesn't. wrong with that. Yeah. But uh, the original Morticia Adams and it was, it was weird cause the, the, the dress was so tight yeah. that she could only penguin her feet. She could only move a yep. little bit, like little <laughs> half steps. And then you uh, like that she can't run away. Well, and part of it was, though, like, they were so horny for each other. Yep. Like, uh, the husband was, uh, I don't remember. Oh, it's Morticia and Gomez. 
I just, oh yeah. yeah. But I love how he starts at her fingertip and then goes yeah. all the way to the and other fingertip. Speak French to her. Yeah, There was something about that. So our question is like, who's the the weird kind of crush that you've got? Maybe in Hollywood, maybe not so much. Larry, who you got? Gail Abbott. Say it again, Dale or Gail? Gail Abbott. Who is Gail Abbott? I, that doesn't ring a bell here. Is Kat's it a looking, fictional Kat's character? Looking her up. She's dead. Wonder Woman. Wait, who Gail is she? Gail Abbott plays the new Wonder Woman. Oh, I thought that was Linda Carter. I thought it was. I think no, you're thinking Gail of Gail, Gail Gadot. <laughs> oh, that's is that who you're thinking <laughs> of? Is Gail Gadot? It's not Gail Abbott. It's Gal Gadot. <laughs> Sorry. But yeah, she's very, oh. very pretty. Do you know Gal Gadot was a member of the uh, Israeli army before she, she became a, an actress? But I think we're talking about things that really? would be kind of embarrassing to admit. Like, she's a smoke show. Now, Gail Abbott, if you have a crush on her, whoever she is, probably embarrassing, yes. <laughs> Gal Gadot, not so much, man. You're dialed in. Larry, it's early in the year. Yeah, I hope you have a great day, man. Now, I would like to start the new year by welcoming Jessica to the show at 320-251-1047. Could we please give it up for Jessica? Now, uh, Jessica, when we were talking just before, when I said you're calling number 10, did you say you're already at work or you're headed to work? I was on my way. I'm actually kind of sitting in the parking lot. How much time did you have off for the holidays? Were you like us and took like a year off? (laughs) I did. I didn't. I, you know, I did last year at home, and I said, I'll see you guys next year. Yeah, good. good. Oh, you made that joke. I'll see you next year. (laughs) (laughs) I did that all the time. I wasn't, but a couple people did in the office. It's such a a classic. It's such an eye roll moment, (laughs) and then you're like, good, I can't wait to not see you for a little while. So the game here, Jessica, is quite simple. What's going to happen is Kat will give you a question. You'll have five seconds to answer it. That's why we call it No Time to Google. If you can get three in a row right, you get $100 to start your year. There's also a lifeline available. You pick the year 2004. So what I did is I went searching for a former number one hit from that year. If you use your lifeline just by saying lifeline, I'll play five seconds of that song. When that five seconds ends, you'll have five seconds to give me artist and title. So hopefully you know a little music from that year. You ready to go? I'm ready. Best of luck. Let's start the year with some cash in your purse. Question number one is on the way, but please, Jessica, remember that there is no time to Google. In early 2000s, there was a movie that Anne Hathaway did where she found out that she was a princess. What was the movie name? The Princess Diaries. Yeah, that is correct. That is correct. That's exactly right. You're right. You're totally Give me a big right. hint there. All right, question number two on your way to 100 bucks. Jessica, there's no time to Google. Who painted the ceiling in the Sistine Chapel? Da Vinci. Oh, no. Oh, no. favorite Ninja Turtle? Michelangelo. Uh-huh. Oh. You know that how long it took him clue. to paint that? It was, was it close to a decade? It was five years. Oh, it was five years? Yeah. Okay. Uh, have it's you been, long time. have you been, Jessica, to the Sistine Chapel? Unfortunately not. Yeah. It's kind of one of those Do you know people that, that call it the 16th Chapel? Do you want to just backhand them? <laughs> <laughs> when my sister-in-law, Abby, says, hey, ask Uncle JJ if he can do this to my niece and my nephew. It's usually like, I'll show him how to juggle or I'll show him something with sports or I'll do push-ups with him on my back or something like that. Sounds very memorable. Never have, they, never have they looked at me and been in such horror 
that they burst out into tears and asked to be taken away from me. Why would I say something like this? Because this exact situation happened with Kat and her nephew. Trust me, I felt so extremely bad for the situation, but it was uncontrollable. I had no idea that it was happening, and my mom had got a hotel linked up to the mall that we stayed at, and we went shopping all day. We were just moving. We didn't stop walking. Must have done 15,000 steps that day. Go to store to store, ride to ride, restaurant, and then we get back to the room, and I was done. I crashed. I laid on the bed. Liam was reading a book next to me. And then all of a sudden we shut the lights off, about to go to bed. And I'm out already. So I'm dreaming. I'm having this weird dream. And all of a sudden in my dream, someone's yelling my name. And then all of a sudden I snap out of it. My mom had been yelling my name from the bed next to me. And she goes, you need to shut up. And I'm like, what? And then she goes, your snoring is out of control. And it's only like that one, if I'm really sick, so tonight probably. Sure. And then when I, I'm just so dog dead tired. Yeah, you just passed out. And I guess my nephew had woke her up and he was like, Nana, Nana, she's snoring so loud. I can't sleep. And he started crying. And I feel so bad that he was like brought to tears because I've been at that point. My dad was a really loud snorer and I'd hear him from the other room. And I remember like... I will not get a good night's sleep if this man doesn't stop. And so when I heard that, I've, and he didn't talk to me like for an hour after he was we woke scared up. of you. He didn't know all those sounds could come out of a human being. He was frustrated. He was exhausted. He was up most of the night. And so I had to find a position with my pillows to ensure that my airways were clear enough as to not wake him. But now- and then I would feel like a little like, you know, and then so I'd stop. And I was up most of the night. So I slept most of the day because I was, I just wanted to give him a good night's sleep, but you were so dead tired (laughs) and snoring so loud that it scared your nephew to the point where he cried and wanted to be taken away from you. True facts. And I felt so bad. He was like, will you just take me home? So that to my mom and she was like, no, I'll tell her to, I'll tell her to be quiet. And so she yells across the bed. She's like, be quiet. And is this part of what the anxiety level led you to telling me like when we had 10 people in this verbal that made you so anxious yeah, mm-hmm. because of stuff like this, that, 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 that somebody in your family can't just talk to you and say, Hey, could you roll over for a second, please? Yeah. Instead they had made such a big deal about it. And your nephew cried cause you were so loud. I just felt <laughs> terrible. I did feel bad that. And how old is your nephew? Eight. He's an eight year old kid. You made cry I cause know. you snored so loud. He was to the point of exhaustion and frustration that. His aunt wouldn't shut up, and I, I did feel that bad. I didn't know it was that loud. Wow. The Playhouse Podcast is made possible thanks to Bradshaw and Brian Law Offices. Catch the live show weekdays from 530 to 9 on 1047 KCLD. Now, share this with a friend.